My guest today is A.F. Stewart. A steadfast and proud science fiction and fantasy geek, A.F. Stewart was born and raised in Nova Scotia, Canada, and still calls it home. The youngest in a family of seven children, she always had an overly creative mind and an active imagination. She favors the dark and deadly when writing, her genres of choice being fantasy and horror, but she has been known to venture into the light on occasion. As an indie author, she's published novellas and story collections, with a few side trips into poetry. Anita, what made you want to live a more creative life? You know, I've always been creative, because um, my imagination doesn't shut off. And uh, I mean, I've always told stories, written stories, drawn, wrote poetry. It just sort of was part of me from the, from the beginning, I guess. And so it's just naturally sort of evolved into this. Do you plan your projects in detail or go with the flow? And why did you make that your process? Um, I plan because a lot of my stuff is inspired by history and uh, mythology. And I have to research a lot of what I want to do. And so, and with fantasy, I built worlds and characters. And so, yeah, I'm planning it all out in my head and on the paper. And I have, I have to take notes or I'll forget a lot of stuff. So yeah, there's, there's lots of world building and note taking and researching and outlining and things that are going to happen three books from now <laughs> um, in the process. And it's just sort of, I have to do it because I'm a very detailed oriented person in a lot of ways. So I need the details to get the picture to do the writing. Do you have another job? And what are the pluses and minuses about that? No, I'm sort of semi-retired now. And um, so I'm more or less writing full time. And uh, the, the pluses are I have more time to write. The minuses are um, I have more time to, to write and I don't take as many breaks and relaxations as I should, which is, which is something I got to work on, but yeah. What is something no one else knows about you that you wish other people knew and appreciated? Well, um, some people do know, but I mean, I do have a more artistic side as well as the writing and I do, I paint. I mean, I haven't done it as much as I'd like to recently, although I'm trying to get back into it. So actually, I've, I have a lot of um, paintings and, and uh, things that most people don't know about me. I mean, a few people do know that I've painted and have paintings and things, but um, yeah, that's one thing people don't know. I know this isn't on the list, but do you ever paint things from your fantasy worlds or get inspirations that cross from one artistic side to the other? Like with, with um, my characters and stuff, I, I, it's not so much painting as doing graphic work with that because I'm, I'm using Photoshop a lot now. So um, yeah, I do do like graphic designs of my characters and, and things like that. And I would like to get into doing more character sketches, like actual drawings of, of, of the characters and places and things in my books, which is, is what I'm trying to get into now. I'm, I'm got the, I've been watching all the YouTube videos for all those lovely creators and, and seeing their tutorials and things with, with um, alcohol-based markers and watercolor-based markers. And I want to try and get into doing some of that 
uh, I have my new alcohol-based marker order coming through the mail, and we'll see how that goes. That sounds fantastic. I'm always deeply envious of people that can draw and sketch and have it look like much more than a stick figure, which is about where mine is, unless I spend a really disturbingly long amount of time. But maybe I'm just too impatient. Yeah, it's going to take a little adjustment, I think, for me, though, because, I mean, I'm used to doing oil painting and, and a little watercolor. So working with markers is going to take a little bit. I think the water-based markers will be a little easier to transition to than the alcohol ones, but we'll see what happens. Oh, wow, that is a switch. What are your favorite inspiration prompts, productivity tools, or creative routines? I take a lot of my inspiration from visual things like um, photos and stuff. That's why I like having my little Pinterest boards so that there's a lot of visual things. I do that a lot for my shorter fiction, like the flash fiction I do for my, my website and um, other blogs that I belong to. Uh, a lot of that comes from, from pictures and visuals I see of art and just cool stuff. I mean, there's so many cool artists out there on the internet that do amazing stuff. And so some of my uh, stories come from that. And um, some of them just like dots that pop into my head just watching everyday stuff. I mean, one of the stories in my book, Visions and Nightmares came to me as I was washing the dishes and I heard this plane roaring overhead. And it was like the thought popped, you know, what if that wasn't a plane? What if that was a monster roar? So that's where the story came from there. The recycling truck pick up the recycling the, the odd thought came into my head you know could you stuff a body in one of those recycling bags if you cut it up <laughs> so, I mean, I weird things all, we all think about that one from time to time yeah although i came to the conclusion it wouldn't be practical because the recycling bags are see-through but yeah what three things do you wish you had known earlier in your creative journey um i think you know doing better market research would be one uh because yeah it took me a long time to kind of figure out all the ins and outs so it, it yeah i would have if i could go back in time i'd tell my younger self research the market trends and make everything conform better to the book covers and keywords and that, that's one thing i'd really is that those keywords i would have liked to have earlier insight into that and so and um also i think i would have some of my earlier books could have used better editing which i'm fixing as the months go on and um you know better cover art too i think would have been one because you know when the, i started way back in 2007 in the early days and everything was just sort of slap it down and throw it out back then so yeah a little more professionalism would have been what i would have liked what is the latest tool or resource you've discovered i think photoshop and indesign are are one and uh, pro writing aid um i mean i don't i mean pro writing it isn't isn't the editing but it's great for catching the last bit of proofreading that you need after you've had it edited and after you've had it proofread because even after you've looked at it the editors looked at it there's always one or two typos that still are in there and so i run it through pro writing aid and catch those little grammar and typo things that everybody else including myself have missed so that's very helpful indesign has been 
great help on getting the print books formatted. And believe it or not, we are at the last question. So what project or message do you want to tell listeners about today? I'd like to tell listeners about my upcoming project, which is my new series, The Camelot Immortals. The prequel is out. It's basically two short stories that sort of introduce the characters, introduce the, the, um, the setup um, that I, I wrote them a few years back and I've rewritten them, repackaged them, put them out as the prequel. And the first book in the series, uh, Past Legends, is out. It's on pre-order now. It's going to be launching on October 28th. And the series itself is basically based on Arthurian legends. And it takes, the main characters are the women of Arthurian legends, Nimue, Isote, Morgan Le Fay, and the Lady of the Lake. And basically the premise is magic equals immortality. So all the people of Camelot, or most of them, the characters, are now in modern day living their lives but they're still having to deal with all these magical problems and crisis and things that show up. And the first book, it deals with the, the return of Nostradamus, who shows up to make trouble. And there's this magical looming crisis and everyone has to get on board to try and fix it. And it's a lot of fun and it's a little tongue in cheek and a lot of adventure, a lot of magic and a lot of characters drinking alcohol. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun. I'll make sure to put a link to it in the show notes. Well, Anita, thank you so much for being a guest today. Well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure chatting with you today. You've been listening to Pants On or Off, all about creators and the creative process. If you'd like to suggest a guest for a future show, please drop by ellenwynbooks.com forward slash guests. Now, go out there and make something fantastic. <laughs>